Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Movie Sucktastic. As uh, <clears throat> as you all know, we uh, we review Hello? bad movies every single week. Hello. Hello. Hi. do. I stepped on you, sir. I'm sorry. I want to make sure I was like you know acknowledged. No, no, that's okay. Hi. Hello. This is Scott. <laughs> uh, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to let you take the reins for a minute while I set some shit up. Uh, oh, uh, hi. This is Scott from Movie Sucktastic, not prepared to start the show. Thank, <laughs> thank you for listening and, and or watching, depending on which part of your head you're using. Mm. Uh, um, we, we're here today to talk about bad films. Uh, bad films being defined as anything I don't like. This is true. That, that's really how it comes down to no matter who you talk to. If you don't like what I call a bad movie, go screw. Uh, welcome, and for, thank you for listening to us. <laughs> ahem, ahem. 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 Um, ahem. T- today is, is uh, Thursday the 17th of 
May. Yes, it is. Correct. And uh, we were going to talk about The Raven. Uh, last weekend, I went to the drive-in, finally. Did not record. Did not feel like it. Uh, so there. <laughs> uh, saw Cabin in the Woods. How was that? Now, here's the deal. Cabin in the Woods is a good damn movie. Okay. Now, I did a little research. When I say a little research, I mean I glanced at IMDb real quick. And you had mentioned before when we saw it coming out, I said, hey, this has been around for a while. I remember seeing like posters last year. Right. And Cabin in the Woods has been shelved since 2009. It was ready to be released in 2009. It was So it's been filmed for almost three years. Right. And they held it back because the studios, against the wishes of the producers and directors, whose names I don't remember right now because my IMDb is going too slow, uh, well, Joss Whedon was the writer. Right. And uh, against his wishes and the wishes of the director, the studio said, we want to put this in 3D. This is a 3D film. We need 3D for this. So they held it, and they kept holding it, and eventually they gave up on the idea of transferring it to 3D and just released it. So a perfectly good film. Fun. Right. Now, now I, I'll say original just as far as I, no film has really done it to the extent they did it. There's, you know, it's hard to say, oh, it's an original idea, because you could point to other films that like hint at different things. Okay. Uh, but for the most part, it's fresh, it's new, it's entertaining, it, it's serious enough where it's a, it's a film, it's a real film, it's not a comedy or parody, right. but it doesn't take itself seriously enough where you get annoyed with it. It's just a nice, it knows its audience. This film is like Joss Whedon. He knows, except for Dollhouse, he knows his audience, <laughs> and he knows what they want and what they need, and, it. The, and it really reflects in the right, this is like him at his best. Wow, okay. It's just a fun movie. I'm dying to get it well, on Blu-ray. And, and I mentioned a, a few episodes back that it's no surprise that they decided to release it with um, with the Avengers following right after it. Not a mere few, you know, two or three weeks later. It is a surprise because this is a perfect holiday, well, a hollow. Halloween film. Right. This is October film. This is a Halloween film. Why the hell do you release at the beginning of the holidays? I, I kind of get I mean, the feeling. I mean, the, the, you know, I mean, beginning no, of the. I, 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 no, I understand what you're saying. I kind of get the feeling that they they were trying to ride on the coattails of the Avengers, and it just didn't work. But, but, just because I, it's a Josh Whedon script, Chris Hemsworth is in it. He's obviously horror. he's obviously Thor in the Avengers, uh, and it just. They were just, I think, trying to move this movie along on the coattails of the Avengers, and it didn't work because yeah. it was out of the top ten, I think, in two weeks. Because everyone's seeing, yeah, it was a bad idea. It should have been released around the, hol yeah. the Halloween season. I keep saying holidays for everything. The Halloween season, it should have been released out. Right. If not, if not Halloween exactly, either shortly before or shortly after, while people were still in a horror mood. Uh, they could have. They honestly, they should have released it during Halloween because I guarantee you, uh, Paranormal Activity number four is not going to do as well as three, two, and one. You want to take that bet now? No, do not start with me. Because you know each ah, film has no. done more than the last. The third That's one just broke all kinds of records uh, for the franchise and the weekend of the Halloween. I think the third one, third one was in ex in excess of fifty million. Its opening weekend. Just absurd for a, a series like that. So, do you want to take that bet now? No. Okay, good. I'm I'm glad you're with me on this. It's not gonna make it. Pa Unlike Saw, the Paranormal Activities <laughs> films are not going to have the legs to carry it into a fourth, fifth, and sixth film. The uh -huh. third one was not well received. No, 
but a fourth film is out. They have they have the potential to fix their problems. They, they really don't. Well, I don't see. And I, I again, maybe I have too much faith in humanity. Who knows? You do. I think you really do. But in any case, it's not going to do as well as the last three. No matter what it does, it's not going to do as well. Sequels do not do better than originals for the most part. So they could have released wow. it early. It, it's actually going through quite, quite. All right. It's almost similar to what Saw went through uh, because of the fact that the first film, for such a low-budget film, did okay money. The second film comes out, everyone wants to see it, makes huge money. The third film comes out, same thing, the weekend is bigger than the, than the third film. The fourth film comes out, same thing. It's not until they got to the fifth film where the fifth film's opening weekend was pretty good. It just didn't do better than previous, and so on and so forth. The sixth film was like that, and then the seventh film just, I think it made it's, 12 or $13 million its opening weekend, which it's a, it's was a unheard of. It's a blasphemy even to compare Saw to <laughs> I was merely just comparing opening weekends. All I'm, gonna, so, all I'm saying is they could have put Cabin in the Woods in the beginning of October, and at the very least they would have caught the overflow of people that wanted to see a scary movie but didn't want to see this year's Haunted House film or this year's uh, caught-on-camera ghost movie. Well, what's coming out this Halloween other no, than Paranormal idea. Activity that they It's didn't... too soon to talk about that, but they could have held well, it I'm off. Well, I'm sure they... there's a release, a release schedule for it, though. But wait, it's too soon. They can change it, but they, it w no matter what, it would have done better in October. Give me that. Okay. All right, but it worth seeing. I'm not definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely now, agree with Raven, that. Now, The Raven, I also saw The Raven, mm. and uh, we were going to review that. Yeah, but I wasn't able to see it. I think I should see it. Uh, it'll so. be an interesting review when you do see it because it was uh, not a bad movie, but okay. definitely a disappointing film. And I think we kind of were expecting that. Yeah, that's that. It really, like Cabin in the Woods, I was nervous because, oh, important thing about Cabin in the Woods, when you watch the trailer, yeah. the first thing we were concerned about was, yeah, they kind of ruined the twist or they kind of ruined the film. They don't? They don't because it opens like that whole thing where they're showing like behind the thing scene stuff. The it, movie opens with that. Oh no, kidding! It's not like a second act reveal. The movie starts with that. The movie says Finally. right out. The movie comes right out and says this is what it's about. Now they do show a scene later from later in the film that lets you that if you're paying attention to the trailer, you know someone who's supposed to be dead is not. So that pissed me off, but they don't give away the ending. They just give away uh, a surprise. Oh, I thought he was dead, or I thought she was dead. You've given me way too much information. You, but you'd notice it. You'd watch the film, and you'd know the. Tr you'd have the trailer in your head, and you'd go, "Oh, yeah." I'm okay. not telling you anything. You, I'm not ruining anything Fine. for you. But I mean, it's what they show in the trailer. Right. As, as far as the plot, does not take away from the film. Okay. That's and that's how well written it is too. The Raven. Really, you get everything you get, which is uh, a lot of a lot of uh, reviews have been comparing it to Saw because that's the popular thing to do now when you don't like a movie is compare it to Saw. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> Saw was Saw was fucking genius. Saw was the lost of the horror film franchise, and I don't want to hear another word about it. <laughs> but and I and I kind of and because and also because one of the scenes has the uh, the pit and the pendulum thing. Right. And so every critic's like, oh, it's just like Saw, because there's a machine there, and it's moving. They're fucking morons. They can't, like, extend their mind further. <laughs> what it really is, is taking Sherlock Holmes and mixing it with uh, Seven. Ah. Because the serial killer in the film is leading 
Poe along with these series of letters, and he's trying to teach him something or show him something in the process. That's seven. Saw was doing the same thing, but only piece by piece individual. Seven was more of a general message, and it was more the serial killer. Doing it. it was seven. It's a ripoff of seven. Okay. And it's a poor ripoff of seven. It's nowhere near as clever as it should be for a film that even begins to try to emulate Poe. It really is not. And I'm not a Poe fan. I'm Lovecraft uh, all the way. I've liked Poe through the years. Um, yeah. No, I, I don't swear by him or anything, but I, I have enjoyed his material through the years. I will criticize one thing uh, that you that you can tell from the trailer without having seen the film. This is The, the Raven? Yeah, The Raven. Okay. The, the basic plot is that there was a three-day period where Poe disappeared. And, and this is based on history, this historical fact. Okay. He was gone. He was missing for like three days. He showed up, like like Agatha Christie when she disappeared for 11 days. And they made a film based on that. But with this, in this case, uh, in, in historical fact is that he he, and he showed up on, like on a street corner or whatever in the gutter. And he was drunk and, and incoherent. And he died before they could ever get a straight straight story from him what, where he'd been for the past three days. So that last three days of his life was kind of a mystery. Okay. So they play on that idea of, yeah, it's a mystery what happened to his last three days. So what if he had this adventure? And that kind of works in the context. And they open the film showing that on the screen. They explain to you, this is what happened. Now here's what we're saying happened those three days. Which would work if he wasn't involved in those three days in a massive police-led hunt for a serial killer that was making the headlines every day so that everybody and their mother knew it was happening. Right, yeah, you can't really... There's, there's no... At the end, they have a doctor like, well, uh, I couldn't understand what he was saying. Uh, something about blah, 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 blah. what do you know what it is? It's like, no, but if you open your fucking paper, you'll see because he was writing about it. I mean, it's <laughs> it's shot. It's very shoddy, and they could have done a lot better with it. The, they could have. There's so much more they could have done. Okay. And you can tell they just rushed it. Got it. If anyone can hear uh, stupid barking dogs in the background, that's because there are stupid barking dogs that's in odd. my house. Right all now, year, all day. I was assuming that was an echo in my head. Ugh, it just—you have more one dog there. Yeah, we're dog sitting at the moment, but <laughs> the the owner has come home, so these two morons are just at the door making stupid noises. <laughs> I swear to God, if it wasn't my dog, I'd probably punt it. Wow, uh, that's that's mean. <laughs> yeah, call Pete on me, I dare you. I'm not gonna comment on that. But there's my, I'm not there's my, punting my dog. Come on. There's my quick uh, uh, drive-in review for um, the Raven. The Raven Very and cool. Cabin Woods. Saw them at Becky's drive-in in Walnut. I think it's Walnutport, Pennsylvania. Okay. I could be wrong on that, but it's Becky's drive-in. Uh, the website is Becky's DI. Uh, com. Yes. Okay. Duh. Duh. And, and uh, if you go, if you go there and you post that, they also have a Facebook page for Becky's Drive-In. And if you go there, tell them that Movie Sucktastic sent you there, and they won't even care. But <laughs> Probably not. Tell them no. I, I've I've actually contacted them in the past about doing stuff, and they're like, uh, I'm not even going to read this email. As a matter of fact, I'm going to click delete. So like Scott Pilgrim versus the word blah 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 delete. Yes. <laughs> uh, do we want to uh, go ahead and do a top ten? But I'm still plugging them, which shows how, what, what a great guy i am yeah you're, let's you're, do the top 10 real quick all right but you're plugging for people that don't care about us that's how cool i am because because i'm still giving them you know what's cool now it's theme you know, music you know what's not cool what's that if, if you drive one of those big ass fucking pickup trucks with the two feet raised between the wheel and the chassis yeah and and you haul your fat ass out 
onto the flatbed to watch the movie in this giant thing, and you don't park in the back row with the drive-in, <laughs> you're a fucking douche. And next time I'll be taking pictures and posting them of anybody who, who annoys me at the drive-in. Let me tell that's you, as far as people parking, that is it, one of my... That's one of my just pet peeves. It just drives me up the fucking wall. I drive a very large van for work, and I go out of my fucking way to park this thing to make sure that if I'm go parking in a spot, that there is there is a good amount of room on either side of my vehicle so that if another vehicle has to park next to me, I'm not inconveniencing them because that's the kind of person I am. Then I see these little fucking pieces of shit cars parking practically sideways in a parking spot because they can't be bothered to fucking, you know, back up their vehicle and just straighten it out for five seconds. Well, fuck and, and, them. And to drag this rant back to a movie perspective. Yes. Um, not, not to criticize. I'm mm. not. I'm it's just okay. saying I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this more relevant now. Um, I go to the drive-in right. because people suck. And I'm like, okay. I can't sit next to people. I can't be in around people. So now I, but going to the drive-in, what I can basically do is go to a theater full of people and then encapsulate myself in my car and no one will bother me. <laughs> and it's amazing the great lengths people will go to to annoy you even then. Right, from their but vehicles. You think, you think to yourself, I have, a surround, I have a stereo surround sound system two feet from my head that right. I can turn up as loud as I want. There's a giant screen in front of me. I'm surrounded by other people with the same setup. How could this possibly go wrong? Just insert people. Exactly. And before you know it, I'm like, you know, pounding the dashboard. It's like, oh. <laughs> almost, almost slashed a couple tires. It was that bad. I tell you. Uh, just the, the it, aggression. And if, you, and if you park, if you literally park in front of somebody you know that you're in a block in their view, just kill yourself. <laughs> Just run off a hose into the tr truck and, and suffocate while you're watching. No, the that would basement. never happen because then they can't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, that's why I want them to do that. But uh, It's yeah. just unbelievable. So top ten? Yes, top okay. ten. Now, if I may, yes. I, just, I was preparing uh, a little top ten rundown that I wanted to start doing for the show. Did we, Unfortunately, uh, did we tell yeah? anybody what we're actually going to be doing this episode? No, but that's not... <laughs> Well, you you threw me off with the whole, here, Scott, why don't you introduce the show? But I don't do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, just if anyone is still listening, because uh, uh, we're only, I think, 15, oh, what are the odds of that? about 16, 17 minutes in, uh, 18 minutes in, we're actually going to be talking about the blockbuster films that are going to be coming out for this summer. Ooh, ah. Uh, we've been reviewing some blockbusters lately, and we figured that we would do a very hacky uh, you know, summer blockbuster, uh, you know, spinoff show. Mm -hmm. It's like, here's what's on the way type of hey. show. Except without clips of interviews with actors, which I don't even watch anymore. No, but I'll play, I'll be playing trailers in the background while we talk about uh, right. movies and whatnot. So. Now, I, I don't want to spend too long in the top ten, obviously. Correct. But what I was hoping to do is I wanted to have my own little Scott's, Scott's top ten. I wanted to, like, to do a little, like a little a skit, if you will. Not a skit, per se, but I, had, I wanted to have a written treatment of... Uh, my own descriptions of the films. Okay. That you know, with a little humor twist in there, that kind of thing. And I'm poor. I I did. I got too into it, and then I got sidetracked. <laughs> so I, I I have I have I have prepared paragraph descriptions of two of the films. Okay. So as we go, I'm going to stop you for those two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
and and maybe next time I'll do my show prep uh, the day before instead of the hour before, and uh, and and actually have like a, a couple minutes worth of material to read. Uh huh. But uh, after you, sir, you're gonna put the top ten list up for our friendly viewers and listeners. Should I put the top ten up on the screen? Oh, have at it. You sure? Because I don't have it on the screen. Oh, don't. Never mind. Let's just talk. Because <laughs> uh, we're gonna breeze through these. I have your beautiful mug on the screen. I think that's all they need. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fish hook yourself. That that's great. All right. Uh, the number ten film is the movie Safe with one point four million. It's made fifteen. No budget. Um, it's a safe bet that if it's a Jonathan. Uh, what is this movie again? It's the re- it's a remake of uh, Mercury Rising. It's uh, Jonathan, ah, the what Jonathan Statham. It's, okay. It's jo- it is Jonathan Statham. I was yes. afraid I was making the wrong name there. Yeah, it's Jonathan Statham, uh, little girl that can see puzzle thingies. Uh, they want her dead because she knows the safe combination or something. She knows too Or much. the last digit or something like that. Or they and want that information for I Okay. I, something like All that. Right, they, they either want her dead or they want... Whatever happens, he's protecting a little girl. Got it. Uh, the number nine film is Chimpanzee with $1.7 It's made twenty five. There's no budget on that either. Right. Uh, that's from Disney Nature. Yeah. Nobody really cares about this. I, I, you know, you know where it'll do well. What? TV, where? DVD, Blu-ray. That's where it'll oh, do well. DVD, yeah, definitely. Uh, so they're they're just waiting for that. Uh, the number eight film is the best exotic marigold hotel. Okay, I ha- I have uh, something for this. No, hang on, I have something for this. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This this is what the whole thing would have sounded like if I had it all together. <clears throat> Squeaking, squeaking in at number eight with only 178 screens to show for it is the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel, which features two favorite art house film themes, British actors, and old people sex, <laughs> which, which rank just below handicapped children and long, awkward pauses, any combination of which is guaranteed art house box office gold. This version of Cocoon Meets Club Paradise ratchets up the charm by featuring a bunch of elderly upper-class Englanders vacationing in a colorful yet culturally stagnant India that their immediate ancestors relegated to abject poverty when they robbed it of all its natural resources during the height of the British Empire. <laughs> Plus, it's got Bill Nye in it. It does have Bill Nye in it. Yes. So. Was that, so was that, should I, should, should, should you encourage me to do more like that or is that no good? It's, no, that was fine. Okay, cool. I, I'm okay. I'm not belly laughing. I, I, no, no, no. But, it, but was it was it cute? It was cute. Then then I will next time. If I'll you have said all it, it's cute. I, if well, then I'll just like say anything. Well, that's all you need to do. Yeah. All right. The number seven film is the Pirates Band of Misfits with three point one million. It's made twenty three. It costs fifty five. This is not going to be making its money back. It is uh, not that it's a bomb, but. It's not making its money back. Uh-huh. So, all right. Uh, moving on is the number six film, and that's the five-year engagement with three point three million. Uh. It costs thirty. It's made twenty-four. I know how you love uh, Siegel. There, he's my hero. Sure, that's not what you said last time. No, I, I'm being facetious. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on. Wait, what's going on here in the chat room? I will punt your dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, she can be a pain in the ass sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I will punt that dog for $20. Uh, and uh, 
Salvador says, I'm not touching that fish hook. I think you're selling it, though, Scott. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> All right, moving on. This is the number five film, and that's the lucky one with $4.1 It's made 53. There's, you know who the lucky there's one no isn't? budget. Who's the, who isn't the lucky one? Lucky one isn't every man dragged in by their girlfriend to watch this fucking Son thing. Son of a bitch. No fucking way. I don't know. I might have a new uh, finger list this week, but we'll see. Yeah. I ever tell you uh, when I was projecting the movie theater and we showed uh, the Joy Luck Club? No. Best thing ever. Sit in the lobby. About hour into the film, there was at least one guy who would walk out, smoke a cigarette in the lobby, <laughs> kind of wander over. To... How long till this film's over? <laughs> another another hour and a half, sir. <laughs> really? Really. Uh. And yeah, that's like, like a two look, and a half hour movie, right? Oh, yeah, and these poor guys, every time they would they would like look out in the traffic and like think about throwing themselves into it and then like that they'd hang their head and walk back in. As not one man that walked into that theater wanted to sit through two and a half hours, three hours of the Joy Luck Club. It was just Yeah, man. you know, I, I and I and understand the, and the women and the women always bought the tickets. That was every time they came, like right. that relationship, that that it was emasculation to the point where she was carrying the. And, and I'm not saying women don't aren't the breadwinners in the families, right. but in this case, every woman that came up, they're the ones asking. The guys not even like, yeah, you order the tickets. I can't even like two for Joy Luck Club. <laughs> uh, you know, and I understand that women want to go to uh, uh, go see a rom com or a, just a serious uh, romantic film or just a drama that involves things of say the Joy Luck Club's nature. But you have to understand that no man wants to go see this. No, most men really don't want to see this. They don't care. They, they really don't. So to yeah. drag somebody to see it, I think not only is that cruel, but I actually think in the long run that something like that could hurt a relationship. That's just my, you know, my belief. One can only help. Mare tells me all the time that uh, the last time I've taken her went to taken her to one of her films was back in 1998, and uh, obviously we're in the year 2012. So you do the math. It's a long ass time. But is it 2012. It is 2012. The oh, last shit. the last thing that she says that I took her to was the movie Ever After with Drew Barrymore. That was the last thing. You know, we started dating in 1998, spring, oh. the spring of 98, and there were a lot of films that came out that, that summer, like Ever After, uh, Shakespeare in Love came out. Um, I, there was like one other film that, we, you know, all of the... Okay, I'm sorry. Moving well, on is the number four film, and that's The Hunger Games with 4.5 million. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's it made 387 million. It costs 78. Have, have they have guaranteed they the crossover with... the 400 million mark? By the way, well, now this is gonna be this is gonna be a three part series, right? They're gonna make tons of money. Yes, it they, is. They they have to be doing crossover promotion with kids, uh, stuff. Yeah. When are they gonna probably. have the Hunger Games fruit roll ups? Because <laughs> I want to see this. I want to see the Hunger Games. I, fruit I'm surprised that uh, they don't have fast food. It's like, are you hungry for the games? Come to Burger King. Yeah. Uh, Extremely surprised. Yeah, get a get a side order of onion rings for the games. That's what was the one? Didn't somebody like recently pull their advertising McDonald's or something? Um, I read. Well, look, uh, I don't... Uh, Green Hornet had to go to Hardee's. The hell is up with that? Who, Green Hornet who advertises at Hardee's. Green Hornet was at Subway. I thought. Oh, no, was I thought it was Hardee's? No, it wasn't even. You know what? You know what? It definitely was regional. It definitely was Subway because it was Hardee's. I know it might have been, but it was also at Subway. 
their because main I had promotion. gone there and 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 gotten one of their meals, one of their sandwiches, got got the cup and everything, That's and great. I just I remember looking had... at the cup and saying, "Wow, this is a really shittily, 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 yeah, real shitty made. Uh, the cup was made yeah. re- very shittily." There you go. That's the, what I was trying main, to say. The main commercials, trailers that were coming out, the main advertising was for Hardee's. Well, we don't have a Hardee's over here. That, that's my that's my point. That's how bad it was for them. They couldn't get, get well, a national Well, I remember seeing chain. commercials like for Subway, chain. though. Hello? Hello. I remember seeing a couple of commercials for Subway. I, I think you're delusional. Okay. If you can if you can find them, it's great. But I, I, I all I saw was Hardee's. I saw Hardee's nonstop. It was bizarre. But I mean, like no one's doing McDonald's. I mean, the, the last thing I remember from McDonald's was Shrek, and that was when they had the uh, yeah, the, the poisonous the cups. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the poisonous cups. Don't drink from these. You'll die. Oh no, no, the poisonous cups. That was great. But then they had the one where it was like uh, I forget what the advertising was. But oh, it was that almost was like, yeah. No, it was um, Shrekism or. It was a, a Mick Flurry, but right. it was called a. Oh, what was it called? It was. Oh, I fuck. It, instead of a Mick Flurry, it was like a, a Mick Jism or something along those lines. <laughs> it's on the blog. If you go back in time, it's on yes, the blog. Yes, it is. It is absolutely on the blog. Uh, that's boothreviews.blogspot.com. Yeah, but I don't know if they really advertise. I mean, Lord of the Rings, they did the whole thing, but do they really do yeah, fat Mick There you go. Lord of the Rings. Using Does one McDonald's right now. even care anymore? Do they just like go with the? They don't give a shit. Yeah, McDonald's is the number one fast food chain in the world. Subway might have more eateries than McDonald's, but nobody's making more money. So everyone would just go to. Okay, we want to we want to advertise with you, and they'll say, "Okay, show me what you got." Well, look at McDonald's the last... isn't going after anybody. They don't have to. Look at the last major, the Star Wars crossover was with, uh, what, the uh, energy drinks, right? Yes, like Powerade or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's... Uh, and that was the re-release of uh, the the newest, you know, Phantom the, Menace and uh, Clone Wars and uh, Revenge of the Sith. They've only done Phantom Menace so far. I'm sure Clone Wars is coming up next. I mean, Lucas is the latest fuck you to, the, to his fans? Fucking whore Lucas. Yeah. Uh, moving on is the number three <laughs> film, <laughs> Think Like a Man. Uh, we're only supposed to take five minutes on this. Four point, uh, I'm sorry, 5.8 million. Uh, it's made 81, <laughs> it costs 12. Uh, the number two film, new to the top 10, is the Tim Burton Jizz Fest Dark Shadows with 29 Bye. million. Uh, it cost 150 million. Very poor opening. In its opening weekend, it made twenty nine. Now, under normal circumstances, twenty nine million is a very respectable opening weekend. But the fact that it cost mm-hmm. hundred and fifty throws that completely out the fucking window. And it was up against a film that was already out last week. Ex- right. Exactly. So, well, now, and just moving on to end the top ten is the number no, no, one no, film. No, no, no. What? I have something to say. Okay. I have something to say. <laughs> okay. Have at it. We need to point out why it did so poorly. Well, it's, it's the number one movie is the reason why it did so poorly. No. If it wasn't reason... going up against the Avengers, not that I'm saying it would have made more money, but if there was no competition, it would have. No. Not much more, maybe 40, maybe 50. Maybe. Continue. Thank you. Um, <laughs> not only, is, I, I think, is America finally done with Burton, Johnny Depp, 
crossover right. stuff. Uh, I think Tim Burton probably put too much credit or too much uh, stock in the idea of bringing a a cult following '60s slash '70s romantic drama soap opera about a vampire yes. to the big screen, and then taking it and turning it into a '70s fish out of water comedy, a la uh, and oddly reminiscent of Beetlejuice in several ways. Yes. And selling it on the comic pairing, and totally, so he took he took a franchise, alienated its original uh, Clash of the Titans people. Are you listening? Took a franchise, <laughs> alienated its original fan base, which was small to begin with. Dark Shadows fans, I'm sorry, you people, you're outnumbered by you're outnumbered by uh, Dragnet fans. Okay, That's, there's <laughs> it's, it's a minority, <laughs> mostly housewives. Yeah, uh, and. First thing he does is alienate them by turning it into a fucking comedy, then making then you know making everything Tim Burtony, choice removed. So there's your problem. The reason it doesn't yeah. work is because he just he's so full of himself he can't see that not everything deserves the the uh, Burton treatment. Well, as they're saying in the in the chat room, uh, well one uh, they someone believe uh, Salvador believes that Transformers was the last McDonald's film. I like his paintings, by the way. <laughs> uh, you're talking about Dolly? Hello, Hello, Dolly. All right. I, um, but Really? I, I, okay. I, I, I'll buy that. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, it, Tim Burton, uh, as people might not know, he's married to Helena Bonham Carter. That's why she's in everything he fucking does. And mm-hmm. some might also believe that he's also married to Johnny fucking Depp because he's in everything he fucking does. So, and I understand that he has chemistry with both of these, uh, both of these people, but you don't have to put them in everything you do. Enough is enough. It's going to feel weird when he makes a film that does not have at least one or the other in it. It might actually turn out to be a good film. You never know. So, yeah. All right, moving on. Finally, the number one film for the second straight week is uh, The Avengers with 103 no. million. What do you mean, you no? The, you got the title wrong. Marvel's The Avengers? Right, and this and I had a paragraph. Set, this was, I was going to start with this. I started, So I have my paragraph, if you'll allow me, sir. Go if right I ahead, may. please. Dominating the box office yet again and further legitimizing the five boxes of comic books stored in my attic is Marvel's The Avengers, a.k.a. Iron Man 3. My mentioning that Iron Man my, and friends. My mentioning that it is Marvel's The Avengers is not out of some misguided feeling of fanboy respect, but is due to the fact that Marvel Comics felt the need to place its name in the title of the film. This isn't an example of extremely blunt market branding as much as it is an example of Marvel telling DC to suck it. <laughs> Take that, Batman. <laughs> uh, well, we're, I mean, that, we're going to talk I, about Batman a little later. I know we've been talking well, about it a lot lately, but uh, we'll talk uh, about it later because we are doing the films coming out this summer. Yeah, but, but I mean, just the fact that it's Marvel's The Avengers? Yes. Enough said. <laughs> you don't need to know anymore. That's it. Marvel's pretty much saying this is it. Fuck. Now it's Marvel's. Well, all right. Let's, let's really break that down for a split second. Okay? Uh-huh. The reason why, and you may not believe this, the reason why it's called Marvel's The Avengers is because there was a British show called The Avengers. No. And it's... Ve- no, stop it. It's very simply... 
so that no one gets the two confused. Now, hear me out. Just hear me out for a second. Yes, when you watch a trailer or it's on TV, there's no mistaking it. But if you go to your video store, if you go look up information online and it's just the Avengers and just the Avengers, you may get some confusion. So to avoid that altogether, instead of having to put a year next to the title, where it would say 2012, they're just putting Marvel's The Avengers. It's really that simple. No, Stop that's, rolling your eyes at me, you fuck. That, that's the excuse. It's, it's adorable that you believe that. That's the excuse. What but it is, it's is adorable Marvel? I believe that. No, it's the truth. No, it's, 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 the, it's, it's the conventional <laughs> wisdom. But the truth is that Marvel is just rubbing DC's face in this. Say, hey, you used to dominate the fucking Well, don't get me wrong. I, I don't deny that they're not I mean, using that as an excuse to say, well, you know, there's this other series, there's this other movie called The Avengers. And if we put Marvel's The Avengers, it, it's a little nose-rubbing. But you know what? It's mostly for people to not get confused when they're Marvel looking saying, up the film. It's Marvel saying, what are you going to do, bring back the fucking Flash? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Good luck with the next Batman reboot. Did the, well, isn't that first, an I, um, not an IMDb? Isn't that an HSX stock? The Flash hasn't it been on there for a million years? Been looked. I have no idea. I think I think I own back in the day when I used to do HSX on a daily hmm. basis. I made it part of my routine. That's that's Marvel. That's Marvel saying, "Good luck with the new, next Batman reboot after seven years." Oh, and by the way, how's the new Superman movie coming along? Yeah, eat it. That's <laughs> what, all. That. What does that mean? That's that's Marvel just like rubbing DC's nose in the dirt because everything they're cranking out now. Listen, we don't know anything about this new Superman uh, film coming (laughs) out. We really don't. Oh, other than the fact that Snyder's doing it, and I got to have a little bit of faith in Snyder. Yeah, Sucker Punch probably wasn't that good. It it was okay. I had my problems with it, but overall, I thought it was an okay movie. Sucker Punch. Yeah, Uh, that's the uh, one with the girls, the the dancing fantasy. Yeah, you, you know what? I have to be fair. It was a bad movie. It was a great visual effects show. Oh, yeah. I And I mentioned this on the show a few episodes back when we did yeah. it. But I would have preferred a little more reality, a little less uh, oh, you're fantasy right. island shit. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, and, one, of the, the, one of the best scenes in the movie is when it quickly comes out of the fantasy aspect and into reality when water shorts out the radio that she's huh. using to dance to to mesmerize this guy. Uh, in, or the, shit, the the cook Bad. in the kitchen. I yeah. think if they did a little bit more of that, I think it would have been a much better film. Well, and also, much like uh, maybe Forrest Gump, for example, he builds a lot on metaphors and crossovers between reality and, right. and, the, uh, and the fantasy world that don't really hold up upon closer examination, especially from a feminist standpoint. <laughs> so, it, really? Uh, so, it, it was like, if, it was heavy, if this was heavy metal, I would have been fine with it, but as a full-length feature film, right? No, 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 no. no. But uh, but what I'm getting at is, yeah, Superman's gonna suck because we, we don't know that. We they've already proven they can't do one. They've already proven it with the last one. Well, oh, and by the way, I w- next episode. Can we can we call next episode right now? If you want, I want to do the Superman series. All of them. Because well, I just rewatched two. There's I'm gonna watch. No way, I, I can watch all of them for next week. Well, I'm talking like the original ones, the first three. The first, okay, I can do that. I, I those so, are I have those by heart. If you want, even just I mean, but I want to talk about part two specifically. Okay. But one and three come to play a lot, 
and I, I and I'm gonna watch the Donner cut, which I've never gotten around to watching. I've never watched it myself. I know, you know I, I've I've seen the ending, and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Watch the Donner cut. <laughs> read a bit more about what happened with the Donner cut in the first. Film. Oh, about how they removed him from the film. It's even more interesting than that. They were originally both screenplays were one screenplay for the first film. Oh no shit. Okay. So that's that's why there's a lot of weirdness going on between the two of them. I want to I want to spend at least half uh, at least the first half of next episode on Sp- Superman two. Okay. And because I'm surprised, I'm actually like anti Donner at this point. No kidding. I haven't I haven't watched the second one yet. I might change, but right now I'm leaning against Donner. You're, which go, you're is going not with the, the studio. Which is, well, not the studio per se, but with uh, Lester, the director that took over. It's Lester, right? I'm pretty sure it's Lester. I think so. Um, but just just the, the 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 way they went. When you look at what happened with the new the new reboot and everything, I think Donner was wrong. And I'm not again. I'm I'm posing that question right now, and that's what I want to talk about the first half of next podcast. Okay. I'm not prepared yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, Marvel's just saying fuck you, DC. Good luck with Superman. That's that's all they're saying. <laughs> I think you're wrong, but that's uh, it. Where's right. that Justice League movie, guys? Uh, you know yeah. what? <laughs> Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Is that sequel in the works? <laughs> Actually, it's supposed to be. Bullshit. They said despite its huge budget, uh, despite its poor box office here, because uh, the movie cost two hundred million, only made a hundred. But you know what they'll do? The pull. The pull. RoboCop three. Uh, let's hope not. They're gonna pull RoboCop three. They'll give it half the budget. Well, and- yeah, that's a guarantee. You're not yeah. looking at another two hundred million dollar budget. You're looking at one hundred twenty, maybe one hundred fifty, maybe. Um, and if they're lucky. Uh, what's that? Hundred if they're lucky. Yeah, no, it's it'll definitely be a hundred because then it'll be, uh, it'll be dubbed as a blockbuster because you know, you don't get a blockbuster that doesn't cost under a hundred million these days. Yeah, but. You know, it might make blockbuster money, like the Hunger mm. Game cost seventy eight, and it's gonna make four hundred. It becomes a blockbuster. But <coughs> anyway, excuse me. Uh, let's go ahead and pick the finger list. Ah! Now, I'm gonna go ahead and read the list real quick, and uh, we'll just go through it real quick. All right, starting at the bottom. That's safe. Chimpanzee. The best exotic marigold hotel. The Pirates, mm-hmm. Band of Misfits, The Five-Year Engagement, The Lucky One, The Hunger Games, Think Like a Man, Dark Shadows, Marvel's The Avengers. Right. That's your finger list. Mm. Or that's your list. What? Your, your choice. You're All right. I'm first. going first, and I'm going to go with The Lucky <clears throat> One for like the fourth straight time. Third, I think. The, no. No. Not going to watch that one. Nicholas Sparks. Fuck him, fuck Efron, no, fuck the sunlight banking off of his, you know, his grizzled Wait chest. Don't I don't give a Nicholas. flying fuck about that movie, the series, the author, nothing. No way I'm sitting in a movie theater watching that. Joey, cutting off the pinky finger. Joey, Joey, don't 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 hate on Nicholas Sparks. It's not his fault. It is his fault. No, it, no, no. He's yes, just it, he's catering to an audience that's already there. Don't hate on him. Lucas deserves your scorn. And he does, and he gets it. Don't worry. Jax deserves your scorn, but you know, Sparks is just—he's just writing books, and and they're and they're giving him fistfuls of money, and and he's saying, "Okay, I, I, <laughs> I, I keep going back and forth depending on my mood during uh-huh. the week between um, uh, t- uh, think like a man and the lucky one. This time I'm going back to think like a man. I don't okay. think I can handle that. Oh, lucky no. one, I think I can handle this 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 week. 
Oh, I, you I, think I, so? I, I, this week, I think I could, I could get in the mood for that. I, I think I could uh, get into that mindset, but think like a man. I think would irritate me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's your finger list? Yeah. Okay. Think like a man. <laughs> now. Now, oh, now. I have the baby monitor down here, and it just makes lots of fucking noise. Stupid babies. <sighs> All right, we're going to go to break. Yay! All right, this is going to be a very short break. All right, uh, it's essentially going to be a commercial and a song, and we're coming right back. Essentially. So, yes. So we're going to talk about this summer's blockbusters. All right, so we'll be right back. After this... After these words. Word to your mother. Are you home alone tonight? Got no one to cuddle? Urgent, urgent for some connection. Don't worry, daddy ain't gonna hurt you. Just tune in Movie Sucktastic. Give us a call at 908-514-4470. Tell us what bad movies have been tickling you. Just call after dark. We lack it that way. Scott's not back, though. Where you at, buddy? Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh. So. Needle pulling thread. <laughs> I'm eating my Twizzlers. Oh, all right, all right. Because we're talking about blockbusters. What's Tyler. Yeah. I don't, I don't ever use this phone. 
Uh, just ask me. Come on. Go ahead. Just ask me. <laughs> I, w I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? You want me you know, to do what? And, you know, chalk that up to a, that's a good film. I mean, forget cult status. Forget anything else. Mm -hmm. There's a film I, I hear ref I heard referenced like today in popular media. That's right. a movie that will stand the test of time Absolutely. just because it was good. Better than the book. Yes, I yes. agree. And you know what? Didn't the author come out and say that the movie was better than his book, too? Well, if you listen to audio commentary, he, he praises, like, uh, I, I love it because one of the audio commentaries is him with the screenwriter. And throughout the whole screen movie, as you're listening, he says things like, oh, yeah, I like he did that and then. Oh, you changed this. I mean, that. Right. and I've heard him on other uh -huh. commentaries, too. He's one of these authors who's pretty much like, oh, once the book's done, it's okay. Now it's yours. Do what you want. Do it. <laughs> do it. I mean, it's your project now. He's right. very good like that. That's cool. Yeah. I think he's less possessive of his work as an author. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. But, but then where is it? Hmm. Uh, so what are we doing? We are doing blockbusters. I got oh, yeah. the list right here in front of me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Now I do. All right. Now, since uh, we were talking about the Avengers, I got the trailer going on in the background. And that's what I plan on doing uh, during this episode. We talk about a blockbuster. I'll put the trailer on in the background. That way, anyone tuning in uh, through live stream can can really you know you know enjoy what we're talking about, see what we're talking about, because that's what we're trying to do with the show these days. We're trying to give you a visual element. We're trying to invite you in, and so far it's here's working. Your, here's uh, your visual element right here, sir. <laughs> so coming out May fourth. Excuse me. Are you done eating into the <laughs> microphone now? I mean, I know we have cameras now, but it's still an audio podcast. There are still people uh, right now on their treadmills, uh, in theory, listening to our podcast on their what are, iPods. What does that mean, in theory? Well, that I mean, the, the, it, people are exercising, in theory. Well, in theory, that's what people listen to podcasts while they're doing. Oh, I eat sugary treats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to listen to you know movie reviews, but this asshole's eating a fucking licorice stick and the, the microphone, and uh, and the other guy keeps screaming about something. I don't know. Listen to me. What, what's going on? Listen to me. Uh, hunger, ain't, hunger ain't a game. Just said good night. Good night. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Uh, hunger in a game. I hung, like that. Hunger ain't a game. Um, oh, by the way, why why we're talking about the top the uh, top. Uh, blockbuster films coming out in the near future. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking up a Hunger Games slash fiction just for the hell of it. Really? Yeah. So uh, I might read some you know, inter intermediately. So Shit, you know what? What? I have to do this real quick. What? Or else I'm not going to be able to sleep. <laughs> the... <laughs> Did I mention the weekend of the box office? I didn't. It was May 11th through 13th. Just so everyone oh. is on the same page. Okay. Because I said, oh, we're going to do the weekend's top ten. I never said the date. I always do. I just didn't this time. Sorry. Mm. You know, the interesting thing about Hunger Games flash, slash fiction... <sighs> What's that? Is that they're all under age. Oh, really? So uh, automatically you're in a weird area. Uh, I mean, slash fiction, you're automatically in a weird area. Yeah. Uh, but, but now that we're into underage people... Uh, I, it just occurred to me today that I should be reading this. Uh, anyway, what's what's coming up in the box office? Well, Mar May 4th was The Avengers, which is uh, a couple of weeks ago now. Right. And obviously he's been doing gangbusters at the box office. And 
Uh, it's... We're doing the blockbusters, so... that We gotta mention it. But we've talked about it quite a bit already. Yeah. The reviews are really good. Um, it is Iron Man and Friends. That's essentially what it is. It's Iron Man and Friends. But it yeah. made 200 million its opening weekend. And again, we talked about that, how that's basically just 3D money. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I did that was because it was 3D money. And I've been meaning to do the math on it, but I can guarantee you that it wasn't not anywhere near 200 million, but it it probably was at least 30 to 40 million less than uh than what it actually made. I don't know if it would if it would even have broken the record to be honest, which is set by The Dark Knight at 155. Mm. I'm sorry. Was the Hunger Games in 3D? It was, uh, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I was oh, going to yeah, say the Hunger Games broke. The Hunger Games broke the Dark Knight, uh, the Dark Knight's record, but the Dark Knight wasn't in 3D. So, yes, mathematically, it broke the record because they count the money. Oh, it made 165 million, and Dark Knight Rises made 155. It made more money. Like you were saying, it's like it made more than Batman in its ten-day opening. Um, but I want to compare apples to apples. What did it make without the th- take the take away the three D money? What did it make? Did I don't it break? Know. Did it break the record? I know, but did it break the record? No. Okay, let's move on. These uh, records yeah. are too easily broken. You I know, agree. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> These records are too easily broken. You you fucking charged it's thirteen good. or fifteen dollars a ticket. Of course, it's gonna make two hundred million its opening weekend. Come on. It's 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 bound to happen, especially when ticket prices keep rising. So well, that's why inflation exists, and that's why even on Box Office Mojo they have a section four adjusted for inflation. Yeah. I... All right, moving on. Here, let's do this. Moving on, it, May 11th is Dark Shadows. Again, you know, we just talked about it quite a bit already. Um, but it's dubbed as a horror comedy. Why would it be dubbed as a horror comedy? Which one? Dark Shadows. Now, don't... Because, have you seen the trailer? Yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. It's more comedic than... When I think horror, I think horror. All right? I don't... Well- I would say fantasy comedy over horror comedy. There's not going to be any real horror elements in this movie. May I raise a question that you're overlooking? The question isn't, why is it called a horror comedy? The Mm. question is, why is it called Dark Shadows? (laughs) Dark Shadows was the name implied what the story was about, was about this this darkness and the shadows of the past and this house and in the family history. And it was all dark past, dark shadows and, you know, and... We've got instead a fish out of this should have been called our pet vampire Ugh. or it's literally family finds a vampire in the back. Vampire tries to uh, fit in a modern society uh, pursued by the witch that cursed him in the first place, which is great if it's a romantic, dark soap opera thing. But when it's fucking Beetlejuice, why? What happened to your audio? This is going great. <laughs> Fucking commercials before everything. Jesus Christ. I hate the new internet. It's just so fucking stupid. I can't hear you. Uh-uh. 
Should I get more Twizzlers? No, can't hear you. All right, thank you everyone for joining us for yet another episode of Movie Sucktastic. What what is going on? Oh, I guess I'll have to. Here we go. Anyway. Anyway, what the fuck happened? It's me. I I just hung up and called you back. <laughs> Obviously, everybody knows yeah. that. All right. Uh so Dark Shadows. Um, no good. No, 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 no good. Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter, the little girl from Kick Ass, who's growing up extremely fast. Next thing you know, she'll it's like she'll have uh, a name with her boyfriend. You know, they'll they'll combine their names. That's how, that's how f quick she's growing up. It's fucking crazy. So. Mm hmm. Is that that is all you got for me? Is a mm. yeah. <laughs> I can't carry everything, sir. You gotta. Oh my lord! You gotta carry everything. <laughs> That's bullshit. Bullshit. All right, moving on is uh, May eighteenth, and that's going to be. There's three films opening up that weekend, and that's Battleship. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you want to talk about Battleship for a split second, sure. Uh, what the fucking hell? All right. What? What'd you do? No, 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 no. It's just technical difficulties. Technical difficulties? Technical difficulties. Yes, technical difficulties. All right. So let's let's talk about Battleship for a second. Battleship. Now, have you seen that Subway is... Uh, <laughs> they're in cahoots with Battleship? I need to make a prediction right now. What's that? When the movie bombs, and it will bomb, at least one critic's review is going to be headlined, they... Look, my battleship. I just have to. Of say course, it now. That's, I said that already. Did you? I don't know. If I you said fucking that. absolutely I did. <sighs> they now, my question my battleship. is: Yes, I did say you, that already. When you get to such a point where the film has no real resemblance to the game, why are you still attaching it? Why is it still it's battleship? Just, it's just an excuse to make a film. I know, but I mean, that's the excuse. But once you get to a certain point, when do you say, okay, let's abandon the game board connection? And I don't... Uh, it beats the shit out of me. All I know is Subway is, uh, they're on board. <laughs> hey, Battleship. <laughs> well, I think their, their ad campaign is, uh, Battleship just wouldn't be the same without Subway. <laughs> Without a sub, actually, that's what it is. Without a sub, Battleship just wouldn't be the same, or something along those lines. Very, very lame. And uh, this trailer is terrible. Here, this, this, I, I need to sum this up right now. IMDb, they have trivia. And okay. It's a spoiler. <laughs> it says the scene when I, I, this is a spoiler, by the way. Don't care. Uh, and I, I don't <laughs> understand how. I don't understand how. When you hear it, you'll ask yourself, "How the fuck could that be a spoiler?" The scene when Alex Hopper breaks into the convenience store to get a chicken burrito uh -huh. is, a, is a spoof of a real convenience store robbery, a security video that went viral on YouTube. They're parodying YouTube videos <laughs> in blockbuster movies now. <laughs> and they... <fe> <sighs> 
I now, feel your pain, man. Now, it's IMDb trivia. For all you know, it's bullshit. But... Well, yeah. That's 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 where we're going with this. We're, we've got YouTubes. Is the Numa Numa guy like one of the aliens? The Numa Numa guy. <laughs> and if you get that, then, you know, you're as lost as I am. All right. But that's Battleship for you. Oh, Rihanna's in it. Oh, yeah. You know what? I heard that, that she was in it, and... Someone actually said, you know, I might, I'm kind of interested, but now that I know Rihanna's in it, I'm not. <laughs> That's the opposite of what that was planned. Right. Um, all right. Moving on is The Dictator, the oh. Sasha Baron Cohen film. Oh. Uh, you know God, what? I... Borat no. was a long time ago, man. Oh. I, I, no. I've heard, I've heard that. Uh, that there is a some yeah, like in Borat where some of the scenes were real, some of them were acted out. Uh-huh. Whereas, except in Borat, most of it was at, uh, was 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 just um, candid camera. Yeah, most of it was was real. In uh-huh. this, it just looks like a real movie, which I believe they just throw in some fake or some uh, candid camera do. type scenes. Yeah, yeah, it, it looks terrible. It, it they're. There isn't any part of the of the trailer that I found funny, whatsoever. He's, you know he's what? the beard that he has. Not only does it look completely fake, well, but I don't joke. buy that he's from the Middle East at all. That's part of the joke too. I mean, but it's still a bad I, joke. I, I, it's I'm not a terrible it's joke. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's not trying to pass as an actual dictator. Supposed to be a parrot, you know, a joke, whatever. You're yeah. right, and and half the jokes you see in the trailer are jokes I've seen in other films too. It's like, oh, oh, sure. the, the the guy in the in the marathon shooting the other guy, the runners. That's new. <laughs> I mean, now, and what hurts me for this is that I've been an anti Sasha Baron person since the beginning. I hated Borat. I watched a couple minutes of it. Can't stand it. Did you really uh, hate it? Oh. Fucking yes! I thought that concept. It's yeah, you know, I, I've seen it before. It's called Yakov Smirnoff. No, I've it's, seen no, it's real. Stop it! I've you, seen just the stop. The stop. Now, you, you're and, not comparing yes. Borat to Yakov Smirnoff. Yes. yes. Really? I, Do I have to bring up Yakov Smirnoff's? Uh, uh, he's got some fucking place out in Missouri, I think, where it's like a casino slash eatery. It is awful. So I'm not knocking Sasha Baron as a, as an eatery owner. I'm no, no, saying no, 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 no. I'm just talking same, about Yakov's overall comedy. It's the same comedic gimmick. No, it's accent. Oh, I things think... are so strange in this country. Whatever. And then the Bruno bullshit. Yeah, acting gay. Hilarious. Uh, honestly, I, you know what? I didn't see Bruno, so I can't comment on it. I I, I saw enough. You saw now, <laughs> then when I heard he was doing a remake of uh, the dinner uh, the, the the dinner guest, yeah. I think that was the original name, uh, as dinner for schmucks. Right. I was like, oh, he's gonna fucking destroy this movie because this is a great film, uh, French film, I believe. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I was and I'd seen the film. I was like, this is gonna be horrible. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed his version. Okay. In the original film, you never went to the dinner. In Dinner for Schmucks, you actually go to the dinner. And I was like, that's the biggest mistake he ever made. It wasn't a mistake. It was a great film. I enjoyed it. And then it's like, okay, I actually made a real film. Let me go back to the same shit I was doing back with Borat. Hmm. And I think that might have been the peak as far as creativity. I'm not saying the the dictator won't make money. Uh, I don't think it will. Dude, I, I, I think people are. I think people are bored with him. That that's truly what I think. I think they're bored with them. No. No. I, I don't. Think- no. It's not gonna. Listen. 
if if they weren't, Bruno would have had the same kind of opening weekend that Borat had, and it didn't. Nowhere it, near it. I uh, I just I, I don't have again. This is where I'm not having the faith in the public, and you are. So no, I. Nah, I th- I think that uh, they're done. I think they're done with him. What I think will bring them back is he just yeah. confirmed that he is playing Freddie Mercury in a uh, a film about uh, Queen and uh, Freddie Mercury's life. Which there, there he is playing gay guys again. See, he's going on the same pattern. I don't. <laughs> which, if done correctly, well, this is gonna love- be, this will be the third time. Yeah. Of could, what? That he's played a gay character. Well, yeah, I, I love I love Freddie Mercury. I love Queen. And I remember watching at work one time they were having the behind the scenes when he used to like the film stuff at his house. Okay. Uh, like like get togethers and it was like home movies. Right. You know, and this back in the days where you had to have like the actual film camera, it wasn't video. Or it might have been video. I'm not sure. Either way. Uh, no, I, I'm one of my idiot. I think it was video. <laughs> but but they were still expensive to own those cameras yes, back then. Yes, of course. Then. And we're watching it at work. It's like MTV during lunch. And and I remember the, the guy I was with. He like turned to me. And said, you know what? I'm okay with the homosexual lifestyle. And I've you know, but. This is really gay. <laughs> it's, it's literally like him running around his, his backyard with like with like pants and suspenders and no shirt. And the next thing you know, there's like five guys with no shirts. And now and then all of a sudden, like he's in the a hot tub with bus, bubbles and he's like trying to get the other guys to come in. I was like, this is very gay. I mean, this this is the kind of gay that I wouldn't consider being uh. real. It's like this. If you would, if I'd seen it anywhere else, like in a movie, right. I'd be like that's just not right. That's not real gay. And then you watch it in a Freddie Mercury home video. It's like, no, oh, that's gay. That's actual gay. It's weird. The lines, the lines blur. As well. wow. <laughs> it's always, All I can say is wow. Yeah, that's why I said you watch that video. It's like wow, that's. But yeah. back to what I was saying, <laughs> is yeah. I think people will be uh, drawn back in uh, to him as an actor if that uh, if the, f- the the movie is done correctly. Stop shaking your head. I'm not done talking. If the movie's done correctly, if it's written correctly, and he acts in such a way where he can portray Freddie Mercury, they're already, and believe me, it's premature, but they're already talking Oscar buzz. They're saying potential Oscar for him, at least the nomination, potential win. And to be honest... They, he, that type of script, that type of movie, that type of character has Oscar all over it. All over it. Especially if they show the highs and the lows all the way to uh, Freddie Mercury at you know his very, very low point to where he you know ends up passing on. It's guaranteed Oscar, at least a nomination. At least a nomination. So it really just depends on if they can get that script right and if they can make it. I just... The movie doesn't even have to be good. He just has to be good. That's it. So, but anyway, uh, next up is speaking of scripts, rewrites, problems. That's Men in Black Three. Uh oh. Yes. Uh, everything about this movie, I, I just everything in my being doesn't want to see this film. Don't well, care. Time- but it's time travel. It it does have time travel. It it, it does have time travel. But you just but know it, you Josh, know it's going to suck. But it's got Josh Brolin, <laughs> who plays a younger. Uh, uh, K. Uh, yeah. Well, 
I, I'm drawing a blank for, with his real name. It's just it, today's a long fucking day. Um, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Thank yeah. you. Anyway, Jones, you know what? I, I'm a fucking idiot. It's right up on the top of the screen too. Yeah, right there. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it, he plays a younger Tommy Lee Jones, and they have to make the joke. They have to make the joke of Will Smith saying, it's like, uh, so how old are you? And I think he says he's like 29. He goes, man, you got some city miles on you. <laughs> they had to make that joke because Josh Brolin as a young Tommy Lee Jones doesn't work. He gets right. the voice down. I mean, like, like it's un uncanny. They should they should have gotten what's his name from uh, Arrested Development. Uh oh, you're talking Bateman. about yeah Bateman. Uh, yes. Um, after after seeing him in um in uh, Paul. Paul. I, I Jason mean, Bateman. Yeah. Jason Bateman so could have played uh, a young K. Yes. Yeah, yeah but you know what they they weren't going to do that. But they should have. But they weren't. Because Bateman's hot too. I mean, he's hot. I mean, hot now. He's hot now as an actor, especially with Did you, bringing you back. Find Jason Bateman hot. Well, yeah, but beyond that, he's hot as an actor. <laughs> they, you know, they're bringing back the whole Arrested Development thing. They really should have gotten him. You know what? This is I, you know, I, I'll agree with you on that. I, I, I think I could definitely see Jason Bateman as K. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see. I'm well, right. you know, and that right there is is just the fact that in right. in just a mere few seconds. You you might have solved one of their biggest problems in in this movie, and, I and the don't fact that phone calls. they no, don't ask me this stuff. Ever. They just go ahead. No, I mean I send them the script notes. They don't listen. Um, <laughs> interesting. I didn't even think of this. Wow, this is Will Smith's first film in three and a half years. Really? What was the last film he did? Eight and a half pounds. S seven pounds. Or eight and a half pounds. Yeah. Eight eight and a half. <laughs> You know, ever you know what? Uh, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right here and now. You think that's 23 ounces? Or? Yeah, it's four four and a half minutes. Uh, when you have a child, <laughs> shit really, your whole life changes. Seriously, I don't have time for things like I used to. I don't have time for movies like oh, I used this, to. This I wouldn't watch can... movies if it wasn't for this show. Oh, I swear oh. to God. My life's so horrible. I have a son. Oh. I never said my life was horrible. Stop. Stop. Ever. <laughs> I love my family. I See? love my son, but all I'm saying, all I'm, I'm bitching about the fact that I just don't have time for the things like I used to. Dude, I would have known. I would have known uh, Tommy Lee Jones in a heartbeat, but I'm like, I am, I'm, I'm blanking here. I, oh, and then you're like, oh, Tommy Lee Jones, and it's on the top of my fucking screen, and I, it just don't even know. It's too. It's why I was able to give it to you. Come on. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I'm not as sharp movie-wise, as I used to be two years ago. Yeah, now, obviously, that, that, as I get more free time, the kids get older, things like that, eh, it'll start coming back a little bit more. I'm not 100% gone. I'd Apple, say I've lost kids. about, I'd say, 15%. I'm at 85%, which is, uh, which is good enough to run this show. <laughs> if you're done blaming your family for your lack of film knowledge, yeah. we can move on. All right, moving on. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, but anyway, Men in Black 3, yeah, it's got time travel. I have to see it. Right. Not saying it'll be good. All right, moving on uh, is coming out on June 1st is Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be showing that at the drive-in. Oh, um, are they I really? Seen that. Yeah, I might be seeing that. Yeah, let me throw up that trailer for everybody. Actually, let me see what's playing at the drive-in while we're talking. 
Yeah, uh, they can get that. They they put that in advance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they hype the new films. Uh, they're going to be showing Men in Black three too. So. Oh, good. Actually, this coming weekend, uh, double feature is. Oh, they don't even have it up. Wow. They, oh, yes, they do. Screen one. Oh, they're showing Battleship this weekend. Oh, are they really? Battleship and The Hunger Games. Oh, and then course. screen two is Dark Shadows and Cabin in the Woods. Oh, so sad. Do I want to watch? I've already seen Hunger Games and Cabin in the Woods. So if I go. It just pretty much, do I want to see Battleship or Dark Shadows? Oh, what a choice. Gee, <laughs> do I want to be annoyed or bored? I can't figure out now, which, and I'll let you decide which are, one which. Are they both on at the same time, or could you watch one right after the other? How is that going to work? Uh, if I wanted to, I could switch screens for the second showing, which would be, but I've seen both the second showings. Fine. If you're on screen one, you're allowed to drive over to screen two in between films. Oh, really? Usually, yeah, they're usually synced up roughly the same time, so you can jump over. I've done that in the past. But uh, and usually screen two has films that have already been out for a while, so there's less audience, so you don't squeak over there. Uh, next now next weekend they're showing Men in Black three. Are they on screen one? Yeah, but they, they, they well, don't know. If what's you watch out. it and you bring it to the show, I'll watch it. Oh, uh, okay. If you see it, and, I'll see it. But I, I don't know if I'm gonna make it this weekend. But if I do, well, whenever you see off. it, just let me know. I'll I'll I will. make time. I'm, I'm going to try to get the Battleship this weekend if I can. Oh, God, Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll review that without you. That one the, I'm the, going All through. right, the scene on the screen right here with fucking Chris Hemsworth, they re, they recycle his goddamn Thor moves in this fucking Snow White movie. It's yeah. fucking pathetic. Go with what you know, baby. Go with what you know. It's just, fuck, it's just ridiculous. Uh, whatever. I have no faith in this movie. Well, it's it's Snow it's Lord White. of the Rings meets Snow White. That's all it really is. Twilight meets Snow White. Uh, just because she's in it doesn't really truly d d mean that. That's they're, not they're the going definition for that audience, of it. Though. They're 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 trying to throw. They're trying. To, okay, yes, they're they're going for the Twilight audience. That I'll I'll get you because she's yeah. in it. But as far as the adventure uh, goes, they're definitely going more Lord of the Rings because just some of the creatures, the monsters. They're just more dark. They're grisly. You know, they're large, menacing. They're going for Lord of the Rings. They they want that. Listen, you you're gonna bring your boyfriend to go see this movie. You can't say that's a girl from Twilight. You say, well, look, it's got like these monsters in it, and yeah, it's kind of Lord of the Rings ish. And the boyfriend's like, uh, all right, uh, let's go see it. You know, all of right. course, it's got Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth for all the ladies out there. <laughs> him and his eight pack mm -hmm. um but uh oh speaking of which did he look completely different when he was in cabin in the woods um because when he yeah. did star trek he was that you know he was like you know 180 pound guy he he was in Thor. shape but he wasn't like thor shape he actually got in that kind of shape for the movie thor and the fact that thor? it was made yes he's thor uh you should hair, he does. He does not look a thing like in Star Trek. He's way beefed up more. Okay. And, but but without the well, hair. Well, because he, Star Trek did come out three years ago. If you're gonna ask me my opinion, <laughs> he well, doesn't I'm, look I'm, a thing I'm like. I'm adding your to your opinion. You're you're talking over my opinion. All I'm gonna say real quickly <laughs> is that he doesn't look a thing like the Star Trek. Okay. You, you, you can't put the two together. He's all beefed up, of course. Uh, but without the Thor hair and the Thor accent, well, duh. You, you really don't make the connection. He doesn't look like it. Fine. Per se, that's all I was trying to say. That's you got to throw facts in there to mix up my. Well, you know what? I, I do that. I'm all about the facts. 
But but just but the, the facts, ma'am. But with our audio, when you talk over me, I go all weird sounding. <laughs> Not on my end. Everything sounds fine on my end. Yeah, that's that on your end. On my end, my end's just peachy. All right, uh, coming out June eighth. Actually, I should really be pulling up these trailers before I even mention them. Just mention it. What is it? It's uh, Prometheus. Ridley Scott's Prometheus. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So the whole armor of the gods plot slash aliens prequel. Oh, I'm here. I'm just I'm doing a million things. That's all. Of course you are. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, the Prometheus uh, prequel, Aliens prequel that they're still denying isn't an Aliens prequel. I don't really yeah, well, don't. It's like the worst kept secret in Hollywood that it's not an Aliens prequel, but it actually is. Um, every trailer that they release just basically goes Aliens, Aliens. This is Aliens. Come on. I'm sorry. Any it's like being film? slapped in the face repeatedly, saying "This is not aliens. This is not aliens," and it's it just it is. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're gonna beat that horse way after it's dead. People are gonna go to the theater and go, "Yep, it was aliens," and it'll have a pretty decent opening weekend. I'm guessing in the range of forty to maybe fifty million, just on sheer curiosity. Then it's gonna drop huge. Most films will drop, but I think this one will be in the 50, uh, excuse me, 50 to 60 percentile. Drop. And he'll blame the R rating. Probably. Will blame the, if it does, is it, oh, it was the R rating, MPAA, they, they, they sabotaged me. But I have to commend him just a little bit. Just the no. T. Stop, no. stop, stop, stop. No. Well, again, I'm talking and you're talking over me and I'm not being able to finish my sentence. How about that? That's because you're wrong. <laughs> He could have he could have done a PG-13. It would have fucked it up completely, but it would have been very apparent. I okay, and I'm going to give you a little credit here too. You mentioned that you said that they're so used to getting their own way as far as the MPAA, the PG-13, always shooting for the 13 cuz obviously it'll make the most money that way. Um you said that they probably filmed it in such a way that they just figured they would get their 13. But when the MPAA mm -hmm. said, uh, you got to cut a lot out or you have to cut this, 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 and this. And they said, shit, we can't do that. It'll fuck everything up because the way we filmed it, it's, it's a hard R. Now, I have to give him credit that he could have still made it a 13 by cutting out enough of the film. Yes. Enough of the film to get a 13. Yes, he could have. And it would have fucked it up completely. Not that I'm not saying it's going to end up being a good film. We don't know. But he could have absolutely got that to a 13, released it, taken the money, but he didn't. He but left the film, for, for the most part, from what I understand, intact. It's getting its R. And he's, you know, he's, he's taking the pain. He's just dealing with it. I'll give him a little bit of credit for not cutting it to a 13 regardless i'll give him credit for pulling pulling a setup that makes him look like a winner no matter which way it happens after he fucked it up what he did was well, like i said they, they they cut it that way yeah, all this and, shit is like, marketing uh, come on right but but what he did was after this whole thing happened and he's like oh I, uh, our rating i can't do that he, he releases the statement saying oh they want me to cut this and i need i need to get a big box office win 
And But don't worry, fans. No matter what I do, it won't harm the integrity of the film. Now, what he did is he set himself up there so because he knew that if he – after he said that, he knew that if he cut it down to PG-13, it would be a lesser film. And any and anybody who's paying attention to the news would then say – and the critics would say, well, why do you have to fuck it up for the PG-13? So he knew that ahead of time. So by saying that now, he set himself up to say the minute it doesn't do that well, well, I was worried about the integrity of the film, and that's why it didn't make money. And if the MPAA wasn't so stringent on this – and see, he's setting himself up for an excuse when it does poorly. And when it does poorly, it's not going to be because of an R, but that's the excuse he's going to use – Fuck him. Also, fuck him. For any, I don't any film that costs over a hundred million dollars that has the phrase in it, they must fight a terrifying battle to save the future of the human race. No, no. Bad director. That is bad director. Bad screenwriter. Bad producer. You do not spend over a hundred million dollars on a film that has to save the future of the human race. No, you can do that for half that money. <sighs> Moving on. I, I expect that from the Avengers. I don't expect that from a from a dark sci-fi adventure. Now, um, I know very little about this next film. Um, you might have read the book, and it comes out June twenty second, and that's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh yeah, um, that's one where if they follow the book, it's gonna suck. If they follow the book, it's gonna suck. Yeah, if they're smart, they're just t- they're they're gonna use the uh, book as a springboard. And do their own thing with it. Did the book suck? The book didn't suck, but the book is, it was a, the whole thing's a takeoff on that whole, um, you know, uh, Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters and. No, no, that was Sense and Sensibility and Zombies? That was, no, the second one was Which? Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters. Oh, You're okay. thinking of. Which one yeah, am I thinking pro- was Zombies? Pride, Pride, Pride and Prejudice. Prejudice. Yeah, okay. Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, yes. Okay, sorry. Uh, Excuse no, me. No, no, it's okay. So, what. And so the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was like a great idea, and what it really is is like a historical document supposed to telling of what Lincoln did, but it, they can't follow that kind of like historical document parody format the book takes. Not parody so much as you know, you know what I mean. Sure. Uh, they really have to just take it and run with the campy idea, otherwise it's not going to work. They can't play it straight. The book plays it straight. They can't play it as straight as the book does. Well, judging That's by all. the trailer, they're playing it straight. Well, have you seen the trailer yet? No, no, I have not. Judging, and I'm watching this for the first time without sound, but judging by the trailer, it looks like they're playing it straight. Well, uh, hopefully they, hopefully that's misleading. Uh, I don't see any I scenes in this that I, might look to be funny or campy uh, or anything like that. Well, again, you know how they can mess with trailers. Oh my God, he's flipping the axe around, fucking. Good, uh, good. He should be doing stuff like that. He should be. Yeah. That's what he's doing. I, I don't know if I like it, though. It's a good sign. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's basically doomed from, from like, the Why start. would you do that to with an axe? It just it, the, the, It's so top-heavy. The, the, the fucking axe. It, that's, come on. That's a oh, my sign. God. It's, uh, it's, it's fucking Matrix style with an axe. <laughs> come there on. You go. Good, good. That's what they need to be doing. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see. I do want to see it just because it looks interesting, so... It's doomed from the start, so it's going to be worth seeing. Okay. I think everyone involved with that film knows it's like it's like up in the air. Yeah. Well. Hey, I was convinced. I mean, it's Drive coming Ang- out in June. I was convinced Drive Angry would suck, so I'm willing to watch it. Yeah, the chat room believes that uh, they agree with you. That it's going to be, it's going to be a mess. Well, yeah. 
So. I'm right. Thank you, people. I know. Thank you. <laughs> uh, nice little back up there. To end the month of June, as far as blockbusters go, it yeah. is oh. G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what we needed. We needed another oh. uh, fucking G.I. Joe sequel. Retaliation against the audience. Ah. Oh. Uh. Here, just, here's my one question. With, are you playing the trailer in the background? Uh, I am. Here's my here's my biggest problem with the trailer. And, oh, gee, Scott, really have a problem with the trailer? Oh, yeah. There's that one scene where they have the ninjas on the yeah. cliffs, on the ropes. Yes. And they're all getting ready, you know, this tense moment. And then all the ninjas start running across the cliff on the ropes. Right. They start diving into the air on the ropes. They start attacking each other. And I'm watching it. All I can think is, cut the fucking ropes. <laughs> there should be one pass. They should, no one's going for the fucking ropes. Well, you know, it, it could be one of those. It, can, it could be a strong rope. You're hanging from a rope. He's hanging from a rope. You've both got swords. I'm aiming for the the arm. Is Ed? No, no. You aim for the fucking rope. Wow. That, that, that's, I'm. That's. You don't know what those ropes are made of. I I know that those swords are cut through them. Maybe not. Yes. Maybe not. Listen, they have they have fucking spacesuits where they can practically fly. I think it might be better than a nylon rope. Don't 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 defend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. Def- I'm just defending logic at this point. There's no logic in the film, but that's all right. It's You're it's just such a negative Nancy. The the the, tr- the the sequel so desired that no one from the original film wants to be in it. No one. Bruce Willis is in it. He wasn't in the first one. Oh, you're talking about people coming back from the first film. Well, you know, that Channel Tating yeah. guy is in yeah. it. Who? That him. That's He's the it. only guy from the first film, I believe. No one with a career <laughs> wants to be in the second one that was in the first one. Everyone else is like, I'll well, hop Jordan in this one Go- now. Gordon Levitt, he's, he's usually very good with his scripts. I, I To this day, I just think he was a big fan of G.I. Joe as a kid. Because he's only a few years, he's only about seven, eight years younger than us. I just really think that he was a fan as a kid, growing up with him, and he just looked at it and just, it was it's like an impulse sure. buy. He's like, ah, it's G.I. Joe, it's Stephen but, Summers, yeah, you know he did The Mummy, I like The Mummy, ah, fuck it, I'm going to do it. But he's got the mask on now, too, so it's not really him, he's not going to ruin you well, know, his it's career. Him. He's a little bit in the film, is, is him. Before little, he, be, before, you know, before he became, you know. Also, he's a big art house actor too. Yes, he is. Still haven't seen Hesher. Want to see that in the worst way? Oh, dude, you are missing out. Hesher is rocks. It's fucking good. You've got to see Hesher. You need to own Hesher. Oh, all right, I'll get you right on. You really that. do. No, you know what? They just showed a trailer. It's a uh, it's premiering on Cinemax uh, just recently, and I'm like, fuck, I forgot about this. It's like yeah. I need to see this movie. Oh, you need Hesher. It's awesome. Awesome. It, the, it 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 makes you it gives you hope that yeah people are out there still making like, decent movies good movies for Bujna does it have uh, does it have Metallica in it I know they had it in the trailer I think so yeah yeah cool yeah <laughs> Chris might watch it if it has Metallica in it yeah, I think it's got some Metallica in it yeah no Chris will love it Chris will love Hesher really it is, it is hilarious you hear that Poppy you're gonna love Hesher yes <laughs> I that you got the Scott Wilson guarantee on that all right stamp of approval. Now, what's, what's starting in July? All right. Coming out July 6th, um, the first blockbuster of the month is The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> the reboot. 
that's not even yeah. 10 years old. Actually, yeah. it, it actually is 10 years old. It came out in 2002, May of 2002, the first Spider-Man film. I washed my hands. This is coming out just a couple of months later. Wash my hands. I don't know how I feel about this yet. I know um, how I feel. I, I don't know yet. Only for the reason that, you know, much like when they eventually redo the Batman series, when Nolan is done, because he will be done after The Dark Knight Rises, are they going to go darker with the Batman franchise? You know, is Aronofsky going to do it? Like he was initially slated to do Batman Begins, but backed out at the last minute. Um, you know, it, 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 is he gonna is he gonna get a hold of that? I don't know. If it was, if it was a sequel mm-hmm. and not a re, a, a restart, a reboot, whatever you want to call it, right? I would I would not be as negative about it coming out. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Not that it couldn't have been a sequel, but much like the G.I. Joe franchise, no one is coming back from uh, the original Spider-Man films. Right, but again, you but know, you don't. No ha- one's coming back. All right, let, let me bring up. Let me bring up the. Uh, I'm going to jump the gun a bit here. The Bourne sequel coming out. Okay. Where it's like, okay, just a different actor, different different character technically, but still like you know, Bourne. They just played with it a bit. Right. Look at James Bond. They're not remakes. They're not reboots. Te- technically, it's, it's it's always just like okay, it's the same film setup. We're just putting a new actor in. Right. Uh, it's still James Bond. It's still 007. If they wanted to, they really they don't have to restart from zero every time they do this shit. Batman proved that they just started swapping actors at random. Do I think it was a good idea? No. But you don't need to reboot the entire franchise after three movies. If there's enough life Correct. in it. So no, I agree with that. I, I think it's I, I'm ambivalent as far as it's unneeded. It's unnecessary. It's undemanded. I don't think there's a strong demand for them to do, do it right this time. Right. It's not like the Punisher movie where they, when they came out, the Punisher said, all right, at least they'll get it right this time. Well, they didn't. But uh, they, get, they got closer than Dolph Lundgren. But, you know, there was a demand there, at least on, from the fan level of, you know, okay, what can they do with it now? Because it's been so many years later. You know, No demand for this. You know, I'm looking at this, this trailer. Everyone that's, you know, in the chat room and, and watching with us. One thing I've noticed, now, I wasn't a huge Spider-Man comic book reader, but I did read it somewhat uh, growing up as a kid. How often was Peter Parker without his mask? How often did that happen? Why? Because it's happened three, it, it looks like it happened three separate times in the fucking trailer alone. But it's the worst kept secret in, um, in, in New York City. Apparently... Like a, Apparently, like two, yeah. I mean, it, by the second film, we're like the whole subway season with the mask off. It's like, why are you even wearing it? Why are you even wearing the mask? <laughs> yeah, not one person had a camera phone. No, they were they all protected his innocence because they they were saved. Yeah, because all New Yorkers are are go, good at heart. Yeah, Remember when New York used to suck? Yeah, I know. Gee, what I, happened I, there? I miss the good old days. Yeah, you know, watching no, uh, the Night of the Dawn of the there. Day, of the Dead of the Bride. They have scenes in there where they show old New York. You know, where the it's like just old footage in New York City, and well, they're they're talking, they're just talking over it. They're like, oh, yeah, New York, uh, you know, it's a great place to meet new people. You know, uh, it's, it's always it's always right. clean it's, and it's uh, never almost, crowded. It's still like that, just that. not on the big screen. That's the problem. Well, but you know, Times Square looks like Disneyland now. 
basically, when you go to watch this, all you're going to be thinking is, okay, what are they doing differently? And the only anything that's done in this film is going to be motivated by how do we do it differently, not how do we do it better or how do we do it right. Yeah. And I, 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 I refuse to be part of that. <laughs> that's all. Uh, well, you know what? Like I said, I... Well, what do, what do you think about the Bourne legacy? Um, I don't know why... Um, Matt Damon isn't coming back. That's the only reason why they. Um, it's the only reason why they're they're rebooting it. Uh, I don't even think they're rebooting it though. I, I think it's just continuation. It's not the same. Well, it's character. a different character completely. Right. Well, so yeah. Just, so you're right. It's not a reboot. I, I shouldn't have used the, the again, term. Right, and that's and that's why I like it. It's just okay. We're moving on. Here's an, here's another born, so to speak. Right. Great. Wonderful. That that shows a bit of initiative on the part of the filmmakers, I don't know how close it is to the novels, whatever, I care. Uh, I'm not reading a Ludlum novel, you put a gun to my head. <laughs> um, but at least it's 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 a continuation and not just, just reboot bullshit. Right. Now, I'm, 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 I'm breaking up your pattern a bit, just because we're on a roll with a theme here. Okay. Speaking of reboots slash remakes, Okay. I'm excited about sure. our summer remake coming out. You're excited you about it? Is it Total Recall? Yes, I am excited about Total Recall. I hate the original. It's a. Bad I know you movie. do. I know you do. It, Have you I seen think the it's a fun. Ba- no, I haven't. Dude, it's like. Well, I, we dark. haven't gotten to it yet. It's it's, it's like, gonna end up on the screen. You just got. Okay. We're in July. We're we're at the end of July. It's coming out in August. We're almost there. I'll, I'll we're hold, almost I'll done with the show. We're like 15 minutes from done, probably. All right, I'll hold my piece on that until you get to Fine. that. Fine. All right. Uh, the next film on the list is Ju- uh, I'm sorry, July 20th, and that's The Dark Knight Rises. And, you know, we, we've talked a little bit about this on the show. You think Bane is the stupidest character in the history villain. of... Villain. One of the worst supervillains ever. And you know what? I think, and, 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 and I know this doesn't pertain to you. I'm waiting for the Scott is right part. You're not right. Uh, I think this doesn't pertain to you, but I think the bad taste in the mouth of most viewers on the Joel Schumacher Bane may play a part in some people's thinking. But if you go back to the true Bane of the comics, where he's smart, he's, you know completely fucking crazy and he's just essentially a terrorist he's a good villain stop right. stop no no you, let me listen let me counter i let think me you're going to be surprised at how much you like the dark knight rises that's let me all counter go ahead let me counter, uh, let me counter Wait, go ahead. with with the fact that i still have not to this day seen Bane in the Schumacher film. I have not made it past the first 10 minutes of that movie. Really? I still have not. I once, when I was doing homework a couple years ago, it was like algebra or something. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put that on for background eyes. It was on cable or something. Maybe I can watch it like this. I couldn't make it through 10 minutes of it as background noise. I had to turn it off. Saw That's that in the ba- theater. I was dragged what? to the oh. theater to see that. I knew it was going to be bad. Yikes. But, you know, you know our friends... <laughs> So <laughs> let's go. Is, let's go see Batman. I think I think I saw it with Gerard. To be honest, Gerard yep. with Chris. That sounds like the usual. I think um, Brian was there. I'm not sure, but so I'm yeah, basing very my, bad. Very very bad. So I'm basing my opinion of Bane 
on the comic book because I was reading the comic books at that point, and I was there reading Batman when they had the whole Bane scenario. Right. And I still say, dumbest supervillain ever. He was only designed, his only purpose was designed was to break Batman's back. That was it. Right. And, 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 and you know what? To bring that up for just a split second, I got into an argument with someone on a forum like <laughs> before a trailer was released. Before was this the guy? Was this the guy that did your Xbox? No. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Fuck that guy. If I had time, I would have fucking did it myself. Swear to fucking Christ. Any, any anyway. Anyway. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought that you up. You shouldn't have. Now I'm gonna be I'm gonna be aggravated for the rest of the night. Good. Good. Thank you. Prick. <laughs> Come on. Uh, no, I got into an argument with someone before trailer was released, just when it was announced that Bane was going to be the villain. And I just said, you know, if Nolan does what I think he'll do, he'll break Batman's back. Mm -hmm. And judging by the trailer, they don't actually show any of that. But I got the same the, feeling, yeah. It, he's going to break his fucking back in this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this person tried to call me out said that's not going to happen you don't know what you're talking about uh it's not going to break his back nolan won't do that you know you shouldn't post here if you don't think you know what you're and i'm like i just backlashed at him and or outlashed at him, and i said you know what fuck you the movie isn't released yet there isn't a trailer how the fuck do you know i'm just stating uh uh you know just an opinion and you know what fuck that guy i guarantee nolan you're breaks right fucking batman's back in this movie I, I think it's gonna be the biggest non-surprise of the movie you're probably right yeah and i just wish i was i remember the forum i was on just so i can go back and talk to this fucking guy but, ah 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 obviously, ah oh obviously oh, not a film buff how would you like you to mow my lawn all right uh moving you know what the reason i think dark knight's not gonna work or yeah. not be that good uh and honestly Batman was okay. Uh, Dark Knight was awesome. The main problem was, and the reason they keep... Mm, I don't know how to put this properly. It's going to be too dark. I have a fear, fear, fear that it's going to be too dark. You think the new Batman film is going to be too dark? Yes, I think, the, I think the reason the Dark Knight blew everybody away and is considered by a lot, people, a lot of people to be better than the original right. is that you had dark humor, but there was still humor... And I think Batman is one of these characters who's so serious and so dark that you need to put him up against uh, characters that are almost comical, who don't take things seriously, who are like the antithesis of this dark, foreboding seriousness. You know, here's a guy who's saying, I need to save everyone. I need to, you know, I need to be the sentinel of justice. And, and his, his greatest villains are the ones that mock him and right. ridicule him. It's like, this is, you know, you're a joke and ridicule themselves. I mean, look at the penguin. You know, I mean, right. even though he's still he, he's still a mock he's still like a, a mocking of himself. Uh, and when you get the Riddler, the Joker, his best villains, even the Scarecrow, who mocks reality. So I, right. I think his greatest villains are the ones that like that tr that reveal the absurdity of his his uh, serious standpoint on life. And I don't see that happening with Bane at all. It's just like Bane is like I, I, I don't know. Again, I'll hold all judgment. I'm hoping until I'm I wrong. See it. I'm hoping I'm wrong. Well, you know I what? I think Nolan is too smart. I think he's, he's too great. good of a director. He's too good of a screenwriter to to ruin his trilogy. That's why I'm not calling this doomed from the start. Yeah. I just that's my only fear. Just like my fear with the cabin in the woods was I was I was afraid they might have ruined the any surprise in it. Right. I'm afraid that that he's going to go too dark and stay too melodramatic and not give the audience room to enjoy the film. Uh, and could be wrong. 
we'll see. It we'll see. just remains to be seen. Yes. All right. Uh, well, come. Everything remains to be seen, of sir. Of course. Uh, August 3rd. Yes. Surprise, surprise, is Total Recall. Oh, <laughs> dude, I caught the trailer finally. Uh, you know what? I haven't seen the trailer. This is actually the first time that I've, uh, that I've seen the trailer, or I'm watching it as we talk about it right now. And you know what? Don't know anything about it, so... If you could fill me in on on your take on it, well, that'd be very uh, cool. It's got that cheesy ass um, uh, cyberpunk thing where the 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 future is like your America and New Shanghai. So yeah, it's like I'm it's, looking at it right now. America's been been mixed with Asia and Europe's taken over. It's like you know uh, the, the world powers have shifted, and so of course that changed our culture too. Well, I'll tell you uh, what. Which, you know, if it doesn't have "Get Your Ass to Mars," I'll be a little disappointed. Get your ass to I, Mars. I, I, I will not be disappointed. As a, you know, what I, I I actually caught some of Total Recall a couple weeks ago, actually, and I'm gonna say one thing right now, just casually, what you know, casually. Oh, let me watch five minutes of this. When he walks through the scanner where they show his entire body, right, right, and then later on he does the same thing and he has like a weapon on him or something. How come that scanner that's showing the skeleton and everything and it's supposed to scan everything, how come that didn't see like the, the three-inch fucking ball shoved in his brain that he has to pull out of his nose later on? I, I don't know. It was an excuse for, you know, industrial light it's, magic to make a, an Arnold face. It's an insanely stupid sci-fi film, as most are. It's just, it, and it's a I, fun I, stupid sci-fi movie. Come on. It's not, yeah, best, best villain line ever. But besides that, I, I think what they're doing here is they're taking it and said, okay, let's do Total Recall, but take it seriously. And making right. it like a, a straight cyberpunk fantasy like Philip K. Dick deserves because he was an excellent author. Right. I'm not a sci-fi fan. His stuff is awesome, yeah. amazing. I mean, I if you haven't read Philip K. Dick, I wouldn't recommend uh, – we'll, we'll, we'll remember it for you wholesale. I would say read uh, – Oh, I can't even think of a flow my tears. The policeman said, or um, a scanner darkly. Excellent stuff. Really, and he is really a visionary. And th I think this is going to be a film that he deserved to have a Hollywood film made out of, not fucking Schwarzenegger running around with Sharon Stone. That's yeah, all. I have fond memories of Total Recall, just for uh, <laughs> the chat room. I can't wait to see Quato. I don't know if Quato is going to be in this. Yes, <laughs> is he really? You think so? Yeah. I don't. You know, he's in the credits. Somebody says we have sexed up goatees. They like our goatees. I don't have a goatee. I got the full. You got thing the full going. beard. Well, what? This, th this hey, is all. This is all man. Just take the goddamn right compliment. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to take anything compliment that, that, that claims I have a goatee. I got the full man beard going here. Y you have this something all... against goatees. Yeah, I do. I think they're gay. <laughs> but in a good way, not like. Uh, in not a good way. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm pro, anyway, I'm I'm pro gay, but I'm anti goatee because they're gay. Oh, <laughs> I I have fond memories of Total Recall. Actually, I, this probably isn't oh. shouldn't be a fond memory. We we go out to see Total Recall, 1990. All right, this is, this is a long story. No, it, oh. I'm just asking. Is this is a long. Story? <laughs> I, I'm hoping it's a, a humorous story. It's not you long. Mentioned, you mentioned the year. It's the only reason I asked. It's 22 years ago. The movie came out in 1990. Okay. That makes sense, right? But you know what? There's just too much, too much involved. It's just too much, way too much hype on this story already. You <laughs> fucking ruined it. No, just what happened? It's not good anymore. 
It's no, not. It it's not going to be good anymore. No, sir, it is. We, it, it's we just not. Don't need, it's not going to be good. We just don't need the setup of like the year because we know it's Total Recall, the first one, so we can kind of like get ourselves into that. You don't need to give you know, us a major setup. I, I, just I, what happened. I'm trying to paint a picture here. I only got a few no, colors no. to work with. Jesus Christ, help me out, man. I'm trying to help you. Just what happened? You went to see the film and... It's not worth it anymore. Yes, it is. <laughs> now you have to finish it. <laughs> All right, here we go. So we go out to see the film. It's my whole We family. know that already. Oh, fuck. Forget it. All right, moving on. <laughs> no, come on. Come on. <laughs> Just repeat yourself. Uh, uh, all right. So it's my whole family. Uh, my mother. My, you know, is this going to be a problem, too, that I'm going to explain <laughs> that my mother and my father and my two Don't sisters went to go said, see it? You said the whole family, right? Yes. That's it. Move on. No, see... You don't need to name them. We know it's a whole I'm family. not naming them. I'm naming just how many people went to go see... See, you're making it so much worse than it is. <laughs> but it's the whole family, right? It's the whole family. You get the idea. Move on. Move. All right. So, <laughs> so, we, so we see the film. We have a dog. Right. And he tended to like to pee and shit in the house just about every couple of days. Okay. Now, my father, being a uh, very, very temperamental man would get very angry at any time the dog would do this. My sister was essentially her dog, loved this fucking dog to death. So uh -huh. we come home, my father's pissed off as all hell because the dog yet again shit and peed in the house. So my sister, who probably has the biggest mouth that I've ever known, mm -hmm. tells my father after he, he tells her first, says, we're getting rid of the dog. And she very stupidly says well it's either the dog or me my father gives her a look dead dead in her face and says the dog is going you can go with the dog now my sister's like 10 she's like 10 he goes you can go with the fucking dog i don't care my father didn't talk to her for two weeks two weeks see i told you you fucked it up you ruined the story I didn't ruin the story, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. You know, if if, if you didn't if you didn't ruin the story, I might have been able to tell it a little better. I might have no, you, had a little was, bit more enthusiasm. Believe, believe me, I wanted to not tell the story. That was the best that story could have been told. Believe me, you nailed it. <laughs> I just wish I had a home video of it. Um, I could have played that in the background. So, uh, but if anybody listening who doesn't know, because I've mentioned before, best best villain line ever, which is from Total Recall, right. is I'm going to blow up this planet and be home in time for cornflakes. That's right. Thank you. <clears throat> but yes, Quato was in the film. Anyway. And uh, and just for the record, that wasn't Michael Ironside that said that, like you think it's it. It's not. No, it's the main villain. Yeah, not Michael Ironside. Uh, what's his name? The I, I didn't say it was Michael Ironside. It was the main you villain. Did. In a previous podcast, you did. I didn't never said it was Michael Ironside that said that. Uh, I know it's not Michael Ironside that said that. Don't make me go find it for next week's episode. Feel free to, because I, I, I did not say that. And if God, I, did, I don't I was know what episode drunk. it was in. Just fucking call my bluff, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what episode it's in. There you go. Thank you. I never said that. All right, moving on is uh, August 17th, and that's The Expendables 2. Now, yeah. Uh, yeah. From, no desire. From what I understand, there was debate that this was going to be PG-13, it's going to be an R, it's going to be PG-13. It's that whole fucking argument. And last I heard that it's supposed to be an R. 
wouldn't be you know surprised what? in the least if it came out of 13. Just to try, because they know, like, like you just said, not interested. They're not going to have as much interest in this as they did for the first one. They're just you know, not. It, it made so much, it did so well because it came on the hype of this film had to beat uh, Eat, Pray, Eat, Pray Love. Love. And it really, it, it, the timing was just right because there weren't any other action films out there right now. And it was kind of a, re, a, a return to the old-fashioned action film. And it was great sure, as kind Dirty of a revival. Dozen. I mean, what? Uh, Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Well, Modern day Dirty Dozen. Even any kind of action film. When was the last time there was like a really decent, like straight action film? There hadn't been. Everything was like, uh, if it was action, it was kind of it was either action, romantic comedy, or is that right. there weren't any really straight men's action films. It was a nice little, uh, it, it, it was a breath of fresh air into the film community, and I think that's what and it wrote on that. And I don't think anybody envisioned a sequel, and the fact that they did one, I just find kind of sad. What they should have done was wrote that and said, I, okay. Now, now let's make other action films with these guys and start bring back the action film. And instead, they're just going to put them all back in the same film again. And there's I, no I, chance whatsoever of this being as good. No, I don't think it'll be as good. They're, obviously, they want you to believe that it will be. I, I don't see that happening. I think it'll be, I think it'll be okay. I think it'll, it, it'll be fun. Maybe not as fun as the first film. Mm. But uh, you know what? I, I don't think it's sad that they made a sequel. I just I think, think it's sad. inevitable that they made a sequel. Very sad. Very I sad. I don't think it's sad. Very sad. I, I don't think so. I think you're, it makes makes me sad. It, you're sad. Make me sad. So that ends the summer. That's it. That's that was it. the last one. Well, I mean, there's movies that go into September, but those it, technically, even though by the date it's still summer, it's summer ends when school starts. So we're not bringing, so we're not bringing up. Uh, what was a couple of things I thought we were going to bring up? Uh, we didn't what, bring like up the dread? Hobbit. The Hobbit comes out at Christmas, dude. Okay, and never mind. Um, <laughs> what else? What uh, the new Skyfall, the new James Bond one? Uh, that's November. Okay. <laughs> uh, the new Underworld, October, right? Uh, October, but probably January. What about Django? Uh, that's also Christmas. Okay. You Wrath have done no research, have you? No, Wrath of the <laughs> Titans already came out March. Right, it did come out, didn't it? Never mind. That's not even um, spring when that came out. Yeah, Ghost Riders. That's already been out. That's not. That should that not be on out, my list. Came out in February. What about the new Resident Evil? That's uh, actually that is September fourteenth. All right, fine. The the and again, it, it could technically be considered a summer film because it comes out on the fourteenth. No, you, no, but you're right. You're right. It's, you know, the, and July, the, August. That's it. That's it. I mean, as far as the big blockbusters go, things that we would want to talk about, though, that's it. Mm -hmm. um, the only other thing that may that I would like to talk about, but not now, when mm -hmm. it gets closer, when we can actually see a trailer, is the film Dread. The Dread, the Judge Dread reboot. Oh, that that has been sounding like a lot of well, debacles. From what I understand, they've had major script problems and major production problems major set uh, just problems everywhere just problem after problem after problem from, well, I, from I, I, scripts to sets to, to acting to just everything uh directors being removed i think the the director was removed on this one someone yeah i remember that a while ago yeah, yeah so you know it just you know it it is what it is you, you don't know now um, now, the, but, now the original drudge drudge red film horrible stallone oh yeah Horrible. I don't break the law. I am the law. 
It's like, wow, good one, now, Sly. Now, Carl Urban, he was the one director. Is he still on the film? Did they take him off? Um, uh, I'm not sure. I think they did, because I think Pete Travis is doing it now. Or was Carl Urban the producer? I'm trying to... Uh, because at one point, know. the big argument was that uh, Carl Urban had said that uh, the helmet's not going to come off. He's not taking the helmet off. It's going to be true to the comic book. And I, I just so, read that recently, too, though. Yeah. Are they sticking I mean, to that? Well, I, I think they changed directors since then. Last I That's heard, what I'm saying. Last I heard, the article that I read recently, and we're talking like maybe three to four weeks ago, helmet stays on. I remember... That's what I, I read. Post, the post I did was like a month or two ago. Cause I remember posting it on, on the blog. Okay. Um... Man, who's the producer? That's the only thing I need to know. I can find out real quick if you want. Oh, Carl Urban's not the fucking director. He's the actor. He's I'm the sorry. Actor. What are you talking about? The actor. About? No, I'm talking about the tra uh, Travis, the director. I was it, th at one point there was a huge debacle argument about the helmet. Yes. And and I don't know if you ever read the Judge Dredd comic books. I never really did. They're they're not really good. I mean, I don't want to put it. They really. It was the whole. It was the underground comic book of the time, uh, um, and it was. It was. It's like he, for me, it was like heavy metal. It was like okay, there's something interesting. It's it's different. It's a bit harsher. I don't know. I just. Uh, I don't. I don't see it being transformed into a film successfully ever. I mean, the budget on they, it is estimated at forty five million. For that's the only thing that might save them, the fact that budget's so low. Yeah. That that's respectable for for a film like this, I think. That's that since they with that low of a budget, they they can do what they want. It's supposed to be released in 3D though. Yes. That's a bad sign. Especially since it's coming out in September. Couldn't fit it in the summer releases. It's coming out that's in fine. September. Nothing wrong with September. September is a good month. September is a horrible month. Not a horrible month. September is a, a great horrible month for movies. September is a great month. Kids are going back to school. They're not interested. That's September. why you see so many fucking high school coming of age. I mentioned this last year. My birthday is in September. Okay. It's awesome for you. Thank you. You're welcome. But that's why you see so many of those coming of age films, uh, teen, teen films, uh, young adult movies. You see all of those types of films uh, with young people in them, comedies. That's why they're released in September. Kids are going back to school. They're trying to get them in the theater to watch those. And for the most part, it kind of works, but n movies don't usually make any real money in September, especially after Labor Day. Labor Day weekend usually is kind of like a graveyard for movies. It's like the January of summer, uh, Labor Day weekend. So, Okay. All right, so that's our blockbuster list. And, yeah, and uh, I think we need to end the show. I think we oh, talked oh, earlier. Yes. I think we talked earlier today... Um, this was going to be a one episode. hour, one hour episode. An hour, yeah. yeah. Two hours later, <laughs> we just we, we, had can't, something to say. We, we can't fucking do it, dude. Imagine if we had something to say. We can't fucking do it. We I wanted to talk about like uh, I saw Tightrope recently. I wanted to talk about that. Oh God, I haven't seen that in a million years. Oh, oh Jesus, neither did I, and thank God. Oh, the, wow. the only thing I remember about Tightrope are all the scenes with like the red filter, where this the like this it's like the scenes are like red. You know, uh -huh. just, uh, I remember watching that as a kid, and I it could it could very well have been the last time I saw it was when I was like ten or twelve. 
we 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 need to, some sometime soon we need to do an episode where we just talk about older films we've seen recently. Right. Because I'm 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 back. I saw Convoy uh, for the first time in ages a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm watching the old Supermans. I mean, wow. it's just. You know, I don't think I've ever actually seen Convoy all the way through. No, no one's ever actually seen Convoy all the way through. <laughs> Everyone has always seen Convoy on television in between commercials a couple times yeah. and then turned it over later. Um. Yeah. Like you can remember remember like a few episodes ago where I saw Tank. Is it oh right, Tank? exactly. Thank God for Netflix streaming because you go through every now and then. It's like, oh wow, that's actually out. I don't. It's like Harry's War. I still have to go back and watch Harry's War, a film where the the, the enemy was the IRS. Right. I mean, back into simpler times. We got a quick know? question in the chat room here. It says, "What yes. are your thoughts on Sparkle in the wake of Houston's death?" I don't know what that means. What's Sparkle? I don't know what that means either. I mean, I thought that w- I thought that was one of the Teletubbies. All I know is that uh, Whitney Hughes has been clean for about three months. But what? That, didn't Diana Ross just die? too soon? Too soon? <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly didn't even get, get that for a minute. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I was like well, of course she's dead. Why don't you talk about? <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Um, hold on, Whitney. Thank God for remake the of Spark Sparkle. I don't know the movie Sparkle. I don't know the movie Spark. No, I think it's Sparkle. Whitney, uh, Whitney Houston Sparkle footage screened at CinemaCon. Uh, oh, she she was she died in the middle of a movie. Yeah. So what's the big deal? She's in it. Oh, okay, she's in this film Sparkle. So. Um. <laughs> and ending on that. I. I, I <laughs> I'm so nonplussed at the uh, the I okay playing the theme music. Let's get the hell out of here. Um. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for joining us for another episode of Movie Sucktastic, episode seventy-three. Now you uh, step up. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, no, no, you caught me off guard in the opening. That's all. Go ahead. No, I don't think it, the sparkle is going to be a blockbuster. I think they're going to hit a demographic, and I think that's it. I think it'll make okay money, maybe 10 or 15 million in its weekend. That's it. Anyway, uh, please go to our website, moviesucktastic.com. Download our episodes there. Listen to our episodes there. Go to iTunes, leave us reviews. Um, Please. Please. uh, Go and get Stitcher for your uh, Android phone, your smartphone, your iPad, any of that stuff. In your car, listen to us that way. Please go to our lunch.com community. Write reviews. We'll read them on the show. Uh, leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. And uh, that's that's about it. That's all I got. I, I will say right now that if uh, anybody who leaves a review of uh, uh, on iTunes for Movie Sucktastic, I will give you a free bottle of wine. <laughs> Notice really? I didn't say positive review. Just leave a review. I will give you a bottle positive of wine. Positive would time be preferred, you. obviously. If I see you if I see you in person and you have posted uh, a review on iTunes of Movie Sucktastic, right? I will give you a bottle of my homemade Wilson Compound wine. Nice. There you go. See, I, the bribe is in. Just the bribe is the in. Show. You Just know what? We're gonna get 500 it. reviews. <laughs> Good. I've got that much wine in my basement. No, right you now. don't. I've got, dude. I'm bottling five cases this weekend. No shit. 
the the the, the uh, wine tasting is going to be extraordinary. I can't wait for it. It's going to be awesome. I actually had to stop drinking some of it because bad things were happening. <laughs> like last leak. Yeah. Oh, last leak? Really? Yeah, last leak. See All right, go. everybody. We will talk to you next week. Uh, please. Oh, go to live stream. Join us every week live, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, I, it just, it's, it's just a really cool experience, I think, to watch us live. You know, with, yeah. Uh huh. I wasn't even going for that. I was actually going for more for the video aspect. Just that it's very interactive, chat room, all that cool shit. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Happy trails to you. Until we meet again. You're still recording. I'm trying to stop. Oh, oh. shut the fuck up. Okay. (laughs)